With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello and welcome to the Chels. Here we are, end of the week. What have we got to look forward to? Saturday lunchtime. A nice, easy little journey up the motorway to Manchester. But we're not playing United, the easy touch in Manchester. We're playing Manchester City. Ho, 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 title decider. Or is it? Hello to Andy Saunders, as always. How are you, mate? I'm all right. How are you? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been okay. Got to the end of it. Got another game to look forward to. Yeah, I'm all right. And Rick Glanville, how are you? How are you diddling? Good, 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 good. And I presume you are too. Right, well, let, let's get on with this. Um, first of all, who's going up to the Etihad? I'll be there. Yeah, looking forward to it. My daughter's at University of Manchester, so I'm going to go up there. Me and her are going to go to the game. And, uh, yeah, she's never been to an away game, so I have... I have. Uh, warned her uh that it's uh, slightly slightly more raucous experience um <laughs> so yeah looking forward to it. it's gonna be fun now also um did you're you going as well aren't you rick i'm not going i'm go- uh, no I, I can't go unfortunately oh okay Fine. so andy uh, did you here, here's a subject that's also a bit of a talk of the week did hmm. you get your tickets through the website and going through the virtual waiting room experience because <laughs> of course the supporters trust is taking this on at the moment aren't they uh, well i got tickets for the spurs game away through the virtual well, i mean i was i almost fell off my chair because it's, every time i've tried it this season i've kind of got through after 35 minutes thought brilliant i'm through and then it just says sold out and it's like it's so relentlessly depressing it's sold out at the number of tickets you request. And if, yes, you go, exactly. You go from oh, four, oh, three, oh, two, oh, one. You go, you know, so sold out 
That's what it's like, that Monty Python cheese shop sketch. Yeah, exactly. Whatever cheese you ask for, they don't have. Tell Wednesday, me what Dale. Do Not a lot of call for it around here. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so so I almost fell off my shirt. I got a couple of tickets for, for Spurs Away, which was great. So two away games in a week, having really struggled to get away game tickets this year, is uh, is going to be a real treat, or, or, you know, was a real treat, so... Yeah, brilliant. I mean, Rick, I mean, it has become a bit of a thing, hasn't it? The the way we get tickets. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the the, yeah, furore. the good old days of walk up <laughs> when you just do you used not to get, up there do you not get press tickets? You get press tickets, Rick. You get sorted out by. No, it I can level. do sometimes. Yeah, but I, yeah. I haven't really since um, COVID. Right, because of the res- the the numbers are restricted there. <laughs> do you think? Now, obviously, we have the away season ticket thing, and that's done, and you know people have got those, and fair enough. Um, do you think we should ballot some of the tickets? That's my thing. I think that yeah. we should we should take some of the cricket, the, the 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 cricket philosophy on this, and say let's put this open to a ballot amongst season ticket holders, as opposed to just the loyalty points. Because my argument is getting tickets for the loyalty points, which is what some people do, doesn't make you more loyal. Being lucky enough to get into the virtual waiting room doesn't necessarily make you more loyal. So the point about loyalty points, you know, whilst I accept there has to be a place for it, there must be an opportunity for people to go to away games like me who are committed, passionate, you know, season ticket fans, surely. Yeah, and I suppose the way you sit is that you're a season ticket holder not a member, whereas members do get get a chance. Uh, there, there's quite a high proportion of tickets allocated to uh, away matches to, to members. Plus, uh, there are the regional supporters clubs that get allocated tickets to certain games. And the corporates. Yeah, yeah. The Westview, That's I think that allocation has increased as well. I, I, I really don't know. Uh, until I, If I was able to examine the nuts and bolts of it, I'd be able to tell you, but I don't know which is the fairer system, whether it's fairer to have loyalty points or whether it's fairer to have a ballot. And not just on the fairness, but which would produce the fewer people going immediately on Twitter and saying, I've got tickets available for such and such, which yeah. happens every time Face value, we've DM. spent, uh, you know, been in a virtual waiting room, you go onto Twitter and you see someone saying that they've got tickets and they're, they're not using them. So that's the other side of it. That the system is being exploited. Well, I mean, at least they're not making a profit. A lot of those people, but it does hinder. I, look, Andy, I mean, they I bought mean, the price down so that yeah. to make it more accessible. So tickets are now thirty pounds across the board. It seems not to have worked. All it seems well, to have done is 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 <laughs> is create a secondary market. And also, Andy, let's not forget, you liked it when they were really expensive because you knew you'd be able to buy them when there were loads of money. you flash your cash and go, I don't care if it's two grand a ticket, I'll have it. You can't I mean, even get them now. Look, Rick, Rick's right. I don't, I, don't, I don't have the answer because it's complex. You know, I don't, want, I don't want to stop people going to football that, you know, that, 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 you know, that want to go. But also... I want to go, you know. So there's a le- mm-hmm. there's a level of selfishness there. I've been, you know, I went to Amsterdam, Baku, uh, Munich, Porto. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I've done all those Huddersfield. games. Huddersfield, Huddersfield, yeah. 
Hull in the FA Cup. I mean, I've done them all, mate. But, you know, I, I can't get a ticket. And, and, you know, whilst it's a little bit whiny to go, poor me, all I'm saying is that there are a lot of people like me. And, you know, we should have access to those tickets as well as everybody else. You can't just turn around and go, I'm loyal, loyaler than you because I was lucky enough to rack up the loyalty points that allow me to get tickets. It becomes a self-defeating exercise then. It doesn't make any sense. And also, there's that whole thing, loyalty points. You can be the most loyal fan in the world, but if you can't go to a game and don't get the tickets for that game, you're kind of penalised for the rest of the season. Exactly. Because you you're always five doors. points out or whatever, you it's know. Over. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's over. exactly. Well, anyway, well, are you going to be driving up there, Andy? I am. You are. Mm. You should be popping in and seeing us. On the way oh, I through, I've got time for all that nonsense. <laughs> uh, do you know what? If it had been a later kickoff, I definitely would have done. But it's an early it's kickoff, so I'm going to have to leave early in the morning. Yeah, no, well, it, yeah, it's it's a bit of a schlep for you, um, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens. So, okay, City, let's talk about the actual football game because they have. It's interesting, isn't it? Only about four weeks, five weeks ago, we were clear of them at the top of the table, and now here we are. They're miles ahead of everyone. People are saying, oh, maybe it's a done deal. It's all over. We know that can't be the case. But it's quite important for us to get something out of this game, isn't it, Andy? Yeah. I mean, look, they're 10 points ahead of us. Um, They've won their last five games. We've only got one win out of our last five, four draws. Draws that kill you. You know, if we win this, take us to 46, they'll be on 53. I mean, anything can happen. I don't think it will. I mean, they look like, you know, they look like a decent machine this season. Um, they've got a strong squad. They haven't had the injuries that we've had. They haven't had the crises that we've had. Um, I, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not giving up hope after only 21 games uh, or 22 games after we played them. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a big ask. I think all we can do is focus on it and keep in our lane, focus on what we've got to do, win our games and see what happens. So, Rick, do you think we are already in the position where actually, don't worry about title challenge, we've got to just get back to being consistent and getting points wherever we can and consolidate our position. And if other things happen to above us, all well and good. Yeah, I I don't think that's how we think. We go to the Etihad to win and it doesn't matter what the setting is for that whether it's as title contenders or uh, just Premier League, uh, a regular Premier League team, we go there to win. And unfortunately, you quite rightly mentioned how our title challenge derailed. We lost two of our best players, Chilwell and, and James, uh, long term. That's really... Half our goals. Yeah, it's just <laughs> killed us, really, creatively. Um, and... And it also the knock-on effect of that with the COVID cases that we were short on numbers as well. So it was a real complete, you know, triple whammy, really. I would say, um, I, I think even if we did beat them, still being seven points behind, that's a big gulf. But what happened to us could happen to them, um, you know, because we were a very, very good team up until these... The, the various crises that that we suffered, and I think we looking at the game itself, it would be it's really important that we do land a punch on them, 
because of how they completely mastered us in the reverse fixture. I mean, we were completely outplayed in that game and we were lucky to get away with a minimal scoreline that, that we did. And I think going, we need to sort of go uh, go to them and do what we've done previously, like we did in the the uh, European Cup final, like we did in the, in the league against them, like the Cup and other things like that. We need to go there and prove that we are as good, if not better than them. The problem is we don't have a full squad, whereas the end of last season we actually did. So we're kind of being hampered by that as well. So it's difficult, isn't it, really? But, but they're not um, infallible. I mean, No, you know, of course not. That's the, the whole thing, isn't it? The problem is people start talking in reverential tones about City and you go, well, hold on. If you get, You've seen it in plenty of games. Yeah, they end up scoring one more than the other side, but... We know they can let in goals. Well, except they've scored more goals than anybody else and they've let in less than anybody else. Only let in 13 goals a season. Mm. Yeah, but people get amongst them. That, they get amongst them, mate. But the problem with, I mean, and I'm not making a case for City uh, at no. all, but you know, we have to be realistic. You know, and it, we can say Spurs have got an iffy defence. We can say Liverpool have got a bit of an iffy defence at times, but you can't say Man City have. You know, Man City are... are pretty solid and that's the problem is they're pretty solid you know I don't think they're spectacular at the back I don't think they're spe- you know they're, they're necessarily spectacular up front but they're just solidly consistent and balanced all the way through that team uh, and they have some genius players that can turn it on you know and I think you know they've proven this season that the, the consistency that you need to win the league and as I say it's always the draws that kill you we've had seven draws we've only lost two games mm-hmm. you know but we've had seven draws you know you can't win the league really with that amount of draws it doesn't it doesn't compute you know and okay. unless they really start to drop points and they start drawing or losing which i can't really see happening i'm sorry chelsea fans i know you want me to be a little bit more enthusiastic but i can't really see it happening it's going to be a tough ask but rick's right we can go up there and win you know we have done it before we have gone up there and won you know and uh, i think it's uh, it's entirely possible that we can um so so who knows who knows what can happen yeah, I mean, for me, all I want to see is us go up there and at least compete. If you're competing, you've got a chance. The last and time I... I went to see a game up there was that 1-0 game where we didn't play with a striker and we left Kante on the bench. Do you remember that game? I think it was mm. only 1-0, but it could have been 6 or 7-0. Mm. And it was just a it was just a real nadir, that game. <laughs> um, that was the Yeah, last we didn't time play I... anything, did we? We just looked just null and void really. as a team. Yeah. But, well, I mean, we've also had amazing results up there, you know, and I think that it's, uh, you know, it's really important that we keep, you know, you know, we, we keep the, the kind of belief that you had around the Liverpool game, for example, where we were magnificent. And we've been magnificent in the last, you know, the last three games. We've looked really good. We've looked like we've had a really good team spirit. We look like we've got some passion, some energy. You know, we've we've mixed it up. We've had to, you know, sort of cobble together teams on occasion. But there's something there. There's We've got some of that spark back which is great and you know there is that element of like please please let N'Golo Kante be fit for that game yeah I mean in form as well I was going to say just Lukaku scoring regularly Ziyech has got two in six or something like that Werner as well Um, Christensen two in 60 no I'm joking Um, but the idea (laughs) of Lukaku is interesting isn't it because they're not going to sit back against us at the Etihad Lukaku's going to get a bit of time and space absolutely right he's going to be able to 
turn and run at them, you know, which we've seen, you know, can be devastating when it works. So it's not like, you know, we're playing a team that are going to be, you know, lining out across their own 18-yard box. City no. are going to come out and try and play football against us. Which two, two at the back a lot of the game. That's yeah. how they play. Can and we're a good counter, we are a good counter-attacking side. Yeah. So we'll see. And also we've now got Werner back, who's got that pace, which we know worries them. We've got Lukaku can make those runs as well. If we can just connect those players with the ball, I think we're going to have a good chance at times to really get at them. That's what I meant, really, from the point earlier. Game yeah. is well in midfield, Kerry. This game, these yeah. sits, when you play City, it's about winning midfield. You've got to shackle Rodri and you've got to, you've got to pin him and you've got to ping balls behind, where it's the space behind Cancelo, behind Walker. That's how you, that's how you hurt City. Every yeah. time. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely. absolutely. Right. Well, okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to, my thought is we're going to win this 2 1. And Saul, for the second time in the week, is going to come on and score the winner. It's an incredible week for him. <laughs> I, I, you know, that was, that's my hopes at the beginning of the week. Where <laughs> I am at the end of the week is another matter. But, but there you go. So I'm going to go with the prediction of 2-1 Chelsea. Rick, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, if... Other than that, I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> if Angolo's playing, I'll be really confident and I'll go for a traditional 2-1 against City. Okay, same as me. That's good, Andy. I mean, my heart says that I'd like to go there and and uh, and win and show what we can do and do what we did against Liverpool. And although we didn't win that game, I thought we were the better team. And you know, I think you know my heart. But I, realistically, pragmatically, I, I'd be happy with a draw up there. I'm going to say one-one. Okay, well, look, it's all to play for. I'm looking forward to it. The only problem, yet again, being a lunchtime fixture, is that misery. Oh, can I just say horrible. this is disgusting. This. Scheduling BT do us no favours. Two two days between uh, the Tottenham game and this, and then another two d- days gap between Brighton, which was scheduled for the Tuesday. Absolutely disgusting. They should not allow that sort of thing to happen. Puts too much pressure on player welfare. They can't recover, and we can't prepare. It's terrible. Right, so we've got our excuses then. Yeah. Blame BT Sport. Excellent, excellent. Well, no, look, you know, I I agree with you. The scheduling has not worked in our favour. And also, it's that miserable thing. It either sets you up for the whole weekend or finishes your weekend by 2 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. So, you know, we'll see. All right, well, look, uh, it's been brilliant to chat to you both, as always. Um, Everyone out there. Come on, we're going to have a wonderful time up at the Etihad, hopefully. Um, Enjoy the game, Andy. Um, Have a lovely time and, you know, pop by if you get a chance. If not, (laughs) I'll see you on here next week. Thanks, as always, Andy. And thank you very much, Rick. Come on, on, you blues. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.com. Dot co dot UK. Sports Social Podcast Network.